welcome to the Franklin County NC Podcast. I'm James Hicks, Public Information Officer for Franklin County. This is a podcast about Franklin County NC. On our broadcast, we hope you'll learn a, a few things that you didn't already know about Franklin County, uh, North Carolina. Today I'm joined by Katie Taggett, who is an Emergency Management Planner in the Emergency Management Department. We're going to learn a little bit more about her and what she does to keep us prepared when emergencies occur. So welcome, Katie, to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing well, James. How are you? Good, good. So um, so I've kind of introed your title there, um, and we'll get into it a little bit more later. But how long have you been with Franklin County? So I've been with Franklin County since October of 2021, so just a little over a year. Okay. Okay. Now, and I'm sure you probably know this, so did your position uh, exist before you or are you the first person in that position? I am the first emergency management planner for Franklin County. Okay. Okay. Same here. First public information officer. So it's good to know. So you're getting to kind of build out the position as um, as you feel like it should go. So what led you to emergency management planner at Franklin County? What What were you doing before then? So prior to Franklin County, I was an intern with Durham County for their emergency management department uh, while I was still in college. And then I spent uh, six months deployed with uh, FEMA Corps before coming with Franklin County. So I did a lot of planning and operations uh, stuff uh, prior to arrival with Franklin County. Okay. Okay. And I know there's something a little bit different about your background that from what I know now is as more of an added bonus. It's not necessarily a requirement for the job, but you have a pretty extensive meteorology background. So what, how did you get that? Where did you? So, yeah, I am a meteorologist by degree. I earned my bachelor's in meteorology from NC State University and graduated uh, December of 2020. Um, Did a lot of operational forecasting and uh, lots of stuff like that, Uh, climatology, things like that. I actually kind of fell Well, I kind of use it as an added bonus because I did a lot of forecasting. And meteorology and emergency management can kind of go hand in hand since lots of natural disasters can hit the area of a wide variety. Um, And I personally believe uh, not only from the meteorologist standpoint, but also the emergency manager standpoint, it's really good to have that background knowledge of like, hey, I know what to look for, even if it means I can give just a couple of minutes more warning to uh, citizens of, hey, you need to take action now. And do you, I mean, I, I mean, North Carolina has a hundred counties, but I mean, how many other counties or municipalities or whatever do you know of that actually have someone who was, a, who's qualified to be a meteorologist on staff? I mean, uh, just off the top of your head, do you know of some? Not at the county level. Okay. Yeah. Uh, probably more of a state level type. Yeah, there's a few uh, state meteorologists with uh, North Carolina's emergency management, but uh, on the county level know anybody else so so it's an added bonus uh for for us um to have that as part of this which it it fits in well with that type of thing that you do what do you do as emergency management planner (laughs) uh it really depends on the day Um, obviously working in emergency services everything's going to change day by day um one day i could be working on our emergency operations plan to kind of help set you know, in coordinating with other public safety agencies or other uh, county departments, say, hey, how are we going to respond to an incident here in Franklin County? Um, some days I could be doing public outreach of, you know, what, uh, excuse me, uh, 
some kind of safety message, whether it be, you know, natural disasters related, man-made disasters, you know, other ways to help uh, the public uh, become more educated on disaster management and ways that they can prepare themselves and their families for when something happens, they're more resilient. We try to make a more resilient community, and the way you can start that is by uh, being more resilient at home and making sure you and your family are good. And so I know a big part of it is is working on the emergency management plan for the county. And I know that's something that's probably uh, not only something that you do a lot of, but an ongoing review uh, of all that. I'm familiar with that from from the FEMA training and, and stuff like that. But what goes into making an emergency management plan so, for the county level, at least? <laughs> it can kind of depend on the plan um, because you can have a plan as broad as, like I mentioned, the emergency operations plan, which is all county government, all public safety departments. Or we could have something as specific of like how would we respond to a tornado or something so but in general when it comes to emergency planning we try to have a planning team of who needs to be at the table like which departments and all that and kind of get one get an idea of what's their department capable of doing and kind of see what the expectations and the objectives would be in the event something would happen but also kind of say get an idea a guideline of if we all needed to come together how would we do this mm-hmm. so it could be like I mentioned, saying, okay, this is what your department's responsible for. This is how we could use utilize an emergency setting. You know, different disasters and, and things like that. This is a guide for, uh, and I've heard, always heard it. I know with the crisis communications plans, they always say you can be the best person in the world, but still go grab that guide off and open it up and follow it because don't trust your memory in, in the middle of a disaster because you, you want to have that plan written out. Absolutely, because we would want – Whoever to come, if you're coming in to work in our EOC, we want you to be able to, you know, know what you need to do, whether we pick up the operations plan and say, this is the information I need, this is what I need to do in order to accomplish my specific job within the EOC, excuse me, my emergency operations center. It's basically, here's this document, this is what we plan to do in the event something happens from when the time a state of emergency is declared until that state of emergency is terminated and anything in between. It's how we as Franklin County would respond. And I'm sure planning for these things probably has changed a little bit over the last three years now, almost uh, with COVID, because I feel like a lot of places on the earlier uh, ends of COVID, they really didn't know what to do with it. I mean, it seemed like it was kind of a, well, we didn't really necessarily have a plan for this, but we may, maybe we have a little something that we can kind of, kind of do but i know i wasn't in this state during uh, the early parts of covid but kind of felt like you still felt like officials were still trying to fill out what was the best thing and and the guidance of uh, well if we do this we can we can end it now and then "Mm, that didn't quite work that didn't really go as well Um, but that's something that i've always thought that probably going forward we need to have a covid like scenario in the plan just in case there's another somewhat similar or, or different but but similar situation well it's like what you mentioned it, it's never really happened before at least not in our lifetime or if some kind of outbreak has occurred it's never been to this magnitude so it's one of the things of how could you plan for it initially if you never thought it could happen but one of the things that i was first taught when i first got into emergency management was if you think it can happen or you think it won't happen to you you better start planning for it um 
because you just never know what's going to happen. And I think we all kind of saw that come to fruition when COVID hit. So now not only are we creating COVID-related plans, we're also going ahead and thinking, okay, we saw what happened with COVID. What other kind of incidents could occur that we may not be thinking about or may, may not have ever occurred but still have the potential to happen? Mm-hmm. And that's uh, and that's sort of planning for the the future. I know um, just from sort of the emergency management side, the county is taking is is to try to uh, better preserve some of this stuff to be ready. So there there's some projects in the work uh, works, you know, at some of the board of commissioners meetings, where the county has sought to purchase some property to better house things that maybe could uh, could actually um, I'm gonna say turn out. Uh, but or to turn out is that what they say when you deploy something i don't know <laughs> i don't know if there's a specific term or something but um but to help make that stuff better preserved and in a better sense because i know there's been kind of a well it's all over here or over there but having a central location to say we can deploy and be done um so that's one thing that i know we're we're trying to think about for the future Hopefully, hoping not where they say hope for the best plan for the worst kind of thing. Um, that's probably uh, the motto in emergency management <laughs> words. You know. well, there's many a mottos I've heard throughout the years. I've heard, you know, you know, expect the worst, hope for the best. I've heard the first 72 are on you. Uh, basically, you know, mm-hmm. anything along. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in emergency management, I, feel, I, I find myself – doing a lot more with you guys because it's, it's very interesting. There's always some interesting stuff going on over there. Um, then, then some of the other departments I haven't gotten around to as much, but there's always something emergency management related to whether it's weather or, or whatever. And, and one of the things, if I had to suggest if anyone on a social media platform of Facebook or Twitter, well, first we of course want you to, like or follow Franklin County NC uh, and uh, on Twitter at Franklin C O N C. But if I some other people say, well, you know, I said, well, the other thing you'd probably need to do is at least follow Franklin C O N C E M Emergency Management Twitter account because you're going to find uh, they're monitoring this stuff that's happening, whether it be fast moving weather that could affect. And if you have that, if you're following them, even have that thing set up to to get the direct um, notification, then you'll know something's coming to, okay, we'll be prepared for it. That was one of the, the great things once we got some of that going is then I didn't have to constantly watch out of the, the uh, uh, National Weather Service out of Raleigh to say, oh, I might need to share that. And now I have it set up that I can just retweet it out as soon as I get that notification so that's something to uh, to keep an eye on and and, um, and you know like follow whatever it does on on those two platforms to uh, to kind of stay on top of what's going on as far as weather and, and disasters and, and there's also tips we also have the I'll do another plug for the on scene with emergency management video series where it's very short usually about a minute and talks about what they do or some helpful tips about things coming up. Um, and those are on our YouTube page, which you can access at, uh, or you can get to the link, franklincountync.gov. That is Franklin County NC, not the town of Franklin, which is on the other side of the state. Uh, <laughs> so, um, 
So when people are thinking about, um, I mean, we're talking about this on a county level and a, a bigger deployment, but um, some of what you do has to do with getting people ready for their own disasters and in having a plan at home, what would you tell people they should do to, to kind of be prepared for an emergency on their own home level? The first thing I always tell people is, and I'm sure people have heard this uh, through other emergency managers or other public safety officials is to have some kind of kit for your family. Um, As I mentioned earlier, I was always taught the first 72 are on you just in case, you know, something major happens, whether it be making sure you have enough clothing, food, water for every person in your household, um, the generic stuff. But also make sure you have stuff that's tailored to your family. If you have an individual who may need a little more care or something to that, do you have enough medical equipment or supplies to get that family member through the incident? Or do you have a backup plan? Uh, do you have an individual? What happens if the power goes out? Is your home, you know, generated? So always kind of have one a go kit of some sort to have ready for your family, but also kind of have a backup plan. Do you know do where if you were need, needed to evacuate for whatever kind of reason, where would you go? Do you have family members you could stay with? Or as previously mentioned, because I know we get a lot of severe weather here in Franklin County, and we have a lot of power outages. If like if the power goes out. Do I have what I need to keep my family taken care of and safe until the power resource is stored? Um, if yes, that's obviously great. But if not, what would I do? Kind of think, kind of prepare for those more common things that we really don't think about. But also a big thing I always uh, try to uh, emphasize to people is making sure you're receiving kind of official source of information, whether it be you know through Franklin County Emergency Services pages or any kind of government page. National Weather Service to make sure you're getting official vetted information instead of going to this random page to see if that's, um, you know, if it's real or not. Making sure you have multiple ways to receive some kind of alert, Uh, maybe not necessarily a weather warning, but if, you know, we as county emergency services needed to send a big notification out for mass evacuation, making sure you have ways to receive it would be through full phone weather radio. I always encourage our residents to sign up for our code red system. So if whether 911 or emergency services needs to push out a massive event, they have ways to receive it. Just kind of making sure they have ways to receive multiple warnings or alerts. Because I recognize we're a rural county and being from a rural county, I understand what it's like to not receive weather warnings or some kind of a warning from a local official and something happens. So I always emphasize the importance of making sure you have ways to receive information in multiple forms yeah oh that's a very important thing too i mean you don't the code red you don't get a whole lot of notifications so that's good to be signed up because they're going to send out the only the most important notifications and that could be not only emergency management but it could be something from the sheriff's office i know a couple of times since i've been here uh, when they were there was a lockdown, they were looking for someone. Uh, they pushed out a message, um, or you know, if there was like an Amber Alert situation, or they're looking for someone, they would send it out. Um, but also, you know, for these other important, uh, you know, weather disaster type stuff. I'll go back to your meteorology thing uh, with Franklin County. What would you say is the the thing here in Franklin County that 
you have to watch out the most with weather. I mean, what are we guys more prone to? I know during the shake, the Southeast shakeout, we talked about, mm, we're not really, you know, earthquake prone area, but or do we have any type of weather related thing that we're a little bit more prone to that you have to kind of watch out for? So Franklin County is actually subjected to a wide variety of weather-related things, ranging from severe weather, so tornadoes, thunderstorms, uh, straight-line winds. Obviously, every hurricane season where you have the potential to have some kind of tropical system come through. Um, We even have incidents that, you know, have the potential for winter storms or, you know, drought and wildfires. We've had, there's been plenty of uh, recorded incidents. And in fact, on the state that is recorded, uh, this is actually the 34th anniversary of an EF4 tornado that actually touched down in neighboring Wake County and proceeded to track through Franklin County. So we have the potential, given where we are, to have a wide range of weather impacts here in Franklin County. Hmm. Yeah, I, this one thing, too, with uh, tornadoes, I, I know where I live most of my life in the Piedmont of South Carolina, and we're sort of in the Piedmont of North Carolina, but uh the where where I lived in um, Greenville County, South Carolina, with the mountains and, and the terrain, we really didn't experience a whole lot of um, tornado activity. We never, I mean, you heard about tornadoes in the area, and we didn't we didn't do anything because we didn't ever. I mean, maybe in the southern part where it's a little flatter, two counties on the other side of us, flat land, have tornadoes all the time, but we never really had a whole lot of tornadoes. It wasn't until I moved out a little bit and uh was actually i was doing something for employment for when i was a reporter and they were like uh oh no we're tornado warning we have to go into the basement i'm like why why because i i mean all, all my life i mean through school we would have tornado drills but never actually do anything we never you know tornado warning in the area eh, it's not gonna hit us because it never really did <laughs> So when I got up to there and went to and I moved up here and it's like, well, tornado warnings, everybody stops. I'm like, what? Where is it at? Mm-hmm. We got to take cover. And I'm, and I'm still sort of like, why? But now being being out and from there, it's been about three years since I've lived there, that I see that there's a lot of it, it actually does. They do touch down. They do come through these areas. So. You know, it's something to really, you know, if you grew up in an area that's a little bit more guarded and by mountains and the different sort of terrain, uh, when you're out here, you need to really take take note of those uh, those things, especially from what I've noticed. We have a lot of weather that tracks across the northern northern part of Wake County mm-hmm. that comes comes through North Raleigh, Wake Forest, and then hits us around Youngsville and travels upward. And I've, I've noticed that track several times. I don't know if there's something to that or that's just kind of the way it does. I don't know if there's any real reason why it does that. I mean, you might could tell me if. I mean, weather patterns generally track west to east. So. Mm. Well, I didn't know. Uh, we used to, back in South Carolina, seem like all of our storms would go up 85 you could see like a it just went from Atlanta to Charlotte on 85 and and it's it, it since I've been here it comes out of Durham hits 540 hits US1 and travels up north in the Franklin County so I don't know if that's a uh, 
a terrain thing or, or whatever. I know when I was at Creedmoor, we had some snow. I never really noticed we had uh, as much um, severe weather, but we were kind of way up. I mean, it's higher in elevation up there. Um, so, but being out here, it's a little bit more, you know, wide open countryside. So, you know, uh, you gotta uh, keep an eye out for that. So that's sort of, that's sort of an interesting thing. So when we have weather come through, we know we have somebody here on staff in Franklin County who can, can kind of decipher, uh, this stuff. And we got to do a little bit of that, um, through hurricane season, we got, we got through hurricane season. All right. It seems so. Is it over with yet? November 30th is the official. Okay. Last okay. So we're, we're, uh, uh, we're dating ourselves, but you know, here we're almost to the end of it here. So we don't have to worry about it moving forward until the next year. Now we're just getting into winter weather and I'm not sure. I remember, uh, I don't remember when it snowed last year or earlier this year, except for the day I started here. But I know winter weather, I don't know if it starts getting cold enough to really do anything until maybe January. That's normally when we start to have cool enough, cool enough temperatures to have some kind of weather impact because Franklin County, we it kind of falls on a little boundary line of our, if winter weather comes in, is it going to be rain? Is it going to be freezing rain? Is it going to be snow? We're kind of on that nice little boundary mm-hmm. line. Yeah. I've I, I noticed in different things, uh, in, including when I was at Creedmoor, that would be snowing at Creedmoor and absolutely nothing happening in Raleigh. And it's just like, okay, there's like a different weather system going on up there. But that's just how it is sometimes, um, depending on where you live. But here, you know, you get a little bit of here, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Um, and uh, and And you just have to keep an eye out for it. So let's see. We went through a lot of different things. Went through your background. We talked a lot about meteorology and emergency planning. Did I miss anything? Did you did you come prepared for me to talk about anything I hadn't talked about? That's 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 an old reporter trick of. Well, I've got all my questions. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about? <laughs> Question. The only real thing I just want to mention, and this is both from me being a meteorologist by degree and an emergency manager by practice is take the time to make sure you know where your uh, shelter locations are in your home or anything like that, but also go over any potential uh, weather terminology, like what does it mean for a tornado watch versus a warning, kind of make sure you understand what that terminology means. So if some kind of event is issued for wherever you may be, you know, okay, this is it's time to take action now or is we need to be alert. We need to monitor. So just kind of stuff like that are the real big things I like to try to um, educate and reinforce. Yep. And and make sure that you are uh, signed up for those code red alerts and, and following, liking or following the Franklin County Emergency Services Facebook page and then the Franklin County Franklin C-O-N-C-E-M Twitter uh, account so that you can Stay up to date with what is moving through the area, and uh, and all of that. And of course, follow our our main Franklin County pages. And there's several other uh, departments, um, Facebook pages, and Twitter accounts, and a couple at Instagram. Hop on over to our YouTube page, which is a little bit easier to find now because we have a, a handle um, now that they've rolled that out. And you could find that, I believe, at YouTube.com/slash Franklin C O N C. 
Uh, and we have our the videos not only with on scene with emergency management, but also um, a newer one that we're starting up. We're trying to start up. It's called Ride Along with Will Dorfer, our assistant county manager. He's got a we got a video of him when he rode along with soil and water, kind of um, more about what they do, which is uh, you don't talk as much about soil and water, but so that was very interesting to uh, to kind of see what they do, uh, and we have lots of other great video content for you to go there. Uh, of course, the podcast is a new thing. We also hopefully will. I still want to do the Twitter Spaces, which is more of a live broadcast, uh, but we we of course will. We'll defer to the podcast for most of the time, but I feel like those Twitter spaces were kind of fun, and I think we should do those, uh, continue those. As we continue to get more and more stuff out there, content and information to the residents of Franklin County. Well, this has been a fun podcast to record, uh, to talk with Katie about different things happening in emergency management and meteorology Um, But that's about all the time we have for today. Tune in for more informative shows about what is happening in Franklin County NC. Like or subscribe to the Franklin County Podcast on your favorite podcast platform and share a comment or review. Find out more about Franklin County NC, go to our website at www.franklincountync.gov. That's www.franklincountync.gov. And sign up for our email newsletter. While you are there, we got a lot of great content coming out on that. For all of us here at Franklin County, I'm James Hicks, and we'll talk to you soon.